Lord do not pass me by while others are calling. Amen. To the praise of his glory, of his grace that's freely bestowed upon us in the beloved. That's Ephesians 1 and 6. And that's our signature scripture. I'm going to read today um, for Sunday, July 9th, Psalms 45. I'll read 10 through 15, and it reads as follows. Hear, O Lord, hear, O daughter, consider and incline your ear. Forget your people and your father's house, and the king will desire your beauty, since, since he is your Lord and bow to him. The people of Tyre will seek your favor with gifts. The riches of the people with all kinds of wealth. The princess is decked in her chamber with gold woven robes. In many colored robes she is led to the king. Behind her the virgins, her companions follow. With joy and gladness they are led along as they enter the palace of the king. Amen. I just read Psalms 45, verses 10 through 15, and that is the word of God for people of God. And thanks we give be to God. Uh, thanks be to God for his word. Amen. And I say. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That we try, because we know we are not perfect, but we uh -huh. try to do something that is pleasing in your sight daily. Lord, we thank you for this place, this space, the beloved community church of Atlanta. You allow us the opportunity to learn a little bit more about you. To learn a little bit more about ourselves and our faith. You allow us Please. to scream, to shout, to sing, to dance, to move. Come on, come on. Because so, that's all we've got. Yeah. We, are, we aren't endowed with any great riches, but we can give up to you of ourselves. Come on now. And Lord, we thank you. We ask, Lord, for traveling mercies for those who are yet still come on, come on, on their way. We thank you for allow, uh, for the mercy of letting those of us who are here and present in this sanctuary for letting us arrive in safety. Lord, we thank you for our senior servant who doesn't know how to ask you. Ashe, Ashe. We thank you for the slaughter family. Thank you, Lord. And for this beloved family. Come on, thank you, Lord. There is so much that we could give thanks for instead of sitting around grumbling about what we don't have. Praise the Lord. Thank Hallelujah. him for what you do have. Hallelujah. Highest praise. Hallelujah. It is for your son's sake that we pray this. Amen. 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 Amen.
Determination. Amen. All right, our gospel reading for today. Stand up with me if you can. We'll come from Matthew chapter 11. We'll read verses 16 through 19 and skip to 25 through 30. We're going to read it responsibly, which means I will read a verse, then you will read a verse. And at the end, the last verse will be in black. And we will read that together. Ashe? All right. Then let us begin. But to what will I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplace and calling one to another. But John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he was a demon. The son of man came eating and drinking, and they said, look, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners, yet his wisdom is vindicated by her deeds. At that time, Jesus said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven, and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent, and have revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for such was your precious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son. And anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Hmm. 
Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul altogether. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The word, the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God for the word. Let us pray. Oh, gracious God, here we are, Lord, in this place and in this space, Lord, and we come to you, Lord, with many needs and many wants and many expectations, God. And, Lord, we believe, Lord, that they can be met by you and only by you, God. And so we are here, God, expecting and hoping and inviting you, God, to be in this place with us, God. This is our invocation, God. This is our invitation, God. This is us calling you, God, and saying, God, come by here, God. Come by here. Oh, Lord, come by here. For while on others thou art calling, Lord, please do not pass me by. And so, Lord, we invite you, Lord. We we invoke you, Lord. And we ask you, Lord, to be in our midst, Lord. This is what we ask. This is what we pray. This is what we believe in the precious name of your son, Jesus the Christ, whom you said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Oh, we put our trust in it and we say amen. Amen. Ashe. 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 And now. We will go through our guiding ideals led by our own most wonderful Mariah Slaughter. Amen. Good morning, everybody. All right, we're going to go ahead and get started. Principles of my eye. I'll say the word. You repeat it after me, and I'll give you a brief definition of what that means to us. All right, truth. Truth. Truth is the absence of lies, falsehoods, and fakery. It is the presence of honest, open communication among the mighty and the holy people of God. Justice. Justice. Justice is when the people that need the most help get the most help. Order. Order. Order is acting with the aim of honoring the agreed upon norms and the best practices that we have identified as helpful to the flourishing of our people. Harmony. Harmony. Harmony is maintaining the legacy and the creativity of being able to be your own unique self while seamlessly expressing yourself as a part of the groups that's different notes that blend together to make one beautiful sound. Righteousness. Righteousness. Righteousness is right thoughts, right actions, resulting in right relationality among others who are striving to be in the relationship with divinity. Balance. Balance. Balance is living a robust life. Tempered by wisdom, wherein curiosity and satisfaction are mediated by moderation and circumspection. Reciprocity. Reciprocity. Reciprocity is understanding that giving, planting, and serving results in receiving harvest and reaping in every aspect of people activity. Thank you guys for your participation. 
Alrighty, moving on to virtues of my aunt. Uh, we will say these together on the count of three. One, two, three. Control of thoughts, control of actions, devotion to one's purpose, faith in your teacher's ability to teach truth, faith in myself to assimilate the truth, faith in myself to wield the truth, freedom from resentment under persecution, freedom from resentment under wrong, ability to distinguish right from wrong, ability to distinguish real from unreal. There we go. All right, we're going to move on to the Nguzu Saba with Molly's help. Good morning. Good morning. All right, now it is time for the Nguzu Saba. Please stand if you will. Please stand. All right, I will say the Swahili word first. You will repeat it after me. Then we'll move on to the English word. You repeat it after me as well. And we'll read the stanzas together. Is that okay? All right, Umoja, Umoja, unity, to strive for and maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race. Kujichagulia, Kujichagulia, self-determination, to define ourselves, name ourselves, create for ourselves, and speak for ourselves. Ujima, Ujima, collective work and responsibility, to build and maintain our communities and make our sisters and brothers problems our problems and to solve them together. Ujama, Ujama, cooperative economics to build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses and to profit from them together. Nia, Nia, purpose to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. Kaumba, Kaumba, creativity to do always as much as we can in the way that we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than we inherited it. Imani, Imani, faith to believe with all our hearts in our creator, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, our people, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I lift my hands in total adoration unto you. You reign on the throne, for you are God and God alone. Because of you, my cloudy days are gone. I can sing to you song I just want to say that I love you more than anything 
Father, that's in this place, Father, and on Facebook, Father, that you bless and touch them, Lord. Oh, God, we come to you, Father, humbly and bending of our knees, Father, God, and we thank you, Lord, that you just, you and you sent your son, Lord. God, we give ourselves and we surrender to you right now, this moment, Lord, because without you, we're nothing, Father. God, we ask that you touch the land and bless them, Father. 
You see the chaos, Lord. You see the disturbance, Lord. We ask that you cover it, Father. We ask that you hear the prayers of the saints, Lord, and continue, Father. And anyone that's going through something right now, in your praise, God, got you, I promise you. God, touch them and bless them. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. for our Sankofa moment. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Our Sankofa moment being done by our own Quay one time. Reciprocity. I was just giving a smile, hoping that I get one back. All right. Uh, I got a word for you. It's just one of those days. I don't mean it in a bad way. Some good energy going around. Energy, period. Sometimes we don't know what to do with it. Come on, come on, come on. Whether it be anger, frustration, sadness, happiness. I ask that you uh, put it in the right place. Come on. For your life, your culture, and your sanity depend on it. Ashe. Today's Say Kofi Moment person is Bridget Betty Mason. She was born a slave in Mississippi in 1818. She achieved financial success that enabled her to support her extended family for generations, even though she was illiterate. She developed a variety of skills that included a knowledge of medicine, childcare, and livestock care. She sued her master for their freedom. Can we sue the government for <clears throat> A California court granted her and her daughters freedom in 1856. She saved her earnings, invested in real estate, invested in real estate, invested in real estate, and became a well-known philanthropist. philanthropist. She was one of the founders of the first African Methodist Episcopal Church in Los Angeles. Bridget Mason died on January 15, 1891, and was buried in an unmarked grave in Boyle Heights, Evergreen Cemetery. On March 27, 1988, 
in a ceremony attended by the mayor of Los Angeles and members of the church she founded. Her burial place was marked with a gravestone. Mason fun of saying, if you hold your hand closed, nothing good can come in. The open hand is blessed, for it gives in abundance even as it receives. Let's give it up for our sister Bridget Betty Mason. Ashe, we in line now. Everything is together. Come on, put your hands together. Let's give God praise. Welcome Pastor. to the beloved Community Church of Atlanta. Pastor. This is your church. Excuse me. Yeah. Can we give a little living history to today? In yeah. our midst um, here today, we have a, a young lady that was born this day, 27 years ago. A lovely young lady by the name of Mariah Slaughter. On this day, 27 years ago. Happy birthday. Yeah, that is a little something, something for baby girl, a little something, something for the Lord. Y'all do it like that, you'll be blessed today if you... Put a little something, something for baby girl and a little something, something for God. You, you have all your bases covered today. It's a beautiful day to be alive. It's a beautiful day to be alive. Oh, what a wonderful day it is to be alive and to be blessed by God, to feel God's presence in my body. It's a beautiful thing. And it's a beautiful thing to be able to have a gift to give. And so I want you to stand to your feet, prepare your gift to go in the bucket that's there on the front, all over the room if you would stand. And I want you to be led by your ushers to bring your gifts and put them in the bucket like I'm doing right now. Yeah. Let me hear you say, bless, 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 oh yeah. Let me hear you say, bless, 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 Let me hear you say, blessed in the city. We're in the city. The devil is defeated. We are from the head say bless, 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 yes, oh yeah. Let me hear you say bless, 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 bless. Yeah, let me hear you say blessed in the city. Yeah. 
in the field blessed when we come, come on, and when we go yes. cast down every stronghold every stronghold sickness and poverty must cease for the devil is defeated we are blessed that's our proclamation that's what we dedicate ourselves to to walking in our blessings because God is with us. God is with us right here and right now in this room, in this place. You ought to touch yourself and say, God, welcome to my temple. Welcome to my temple. We praise you. We elevate you. We glorify you in Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the gifts. Thank you for the givers. Thank you for your blessings on this house, oh God. Oh, Lord, we thank you today. Come by and put your hands together and give God praise. Try to give God praise in this house today. God is worthy to be praised. God is worthy yes. to be praised. Yes. I want to remind you that God is worthy to be praised. Yes. Yes. From the rising of the sun until the going down of the same, God's name is worthy to be praised. Oh, you ought to praise him. You ought to open your mouth and tell God, thank you for the breath in my body. Thank you for giving me my right mind. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel something good today. I feel good today. I feel something moving in this move in this room today. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful to God for each and every one of you. 
each and every one of you was specially designed to be present today. God brought you here today to experience this worship experience, to get reconnected to self, to become reconnected to who you are spiritually. God sent you here today for that, for that cause. And we thank God for you and for making yourself present. And now, let me introduce to you the beloved community orchestra and chorale under the direction of Brother Leon Amos and accompanied by Brother Todd Whitman on drums, as well as Reverend James Knight, Sister Lucille Wirtz, and Deacon Fulani, yeah, and uh, Brother David and Brother Yesi Yah. Put your hands together for them as they come. And they bless the Lord with their voices. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, you will. God is willing to do. God is able to do just what he
God won't give up on you. Oh, shucks. That's some gospel there. That'll preach right there. That'll preach right there. That'll preach. Oh, yeah. The Lord will take care of you. Be not dismayed, whatever betide, God will take care of you. Oh, what a friend we have in Jesus. Jesus, oh, all our sins and griefs to bear. Oh, what a privilege it is. To carry, carry, oh, everything, everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often for. Oh, 
what needless pains we bear all because we do not care Everything, everything, oh, everything, everything, everything to God, to God in prayer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Everything to God in prayer. For God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. Lord, have mercy. Oh, shucks. From the book of Matthew, chapter number 10. Beginning at verse number 26. Beginning at verse number 26 of the 10th chapter of Matthew, it reads on this wise. So have no fear of them, for nothing is covered up that will not be uncovered, and nothing secret that will not become known. What I say to you in the dark, tell it in the light. What you hear whispered, proclaimed from the housetops. Do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. I want to use for a, ser uh, a sermonic title this morning what I've decided to call Speaking Truth to Power in a Terror-Laden Society. Soul in a Box. make it work right now. All right, soul in a box. Stop being afraid of those who kill the body but can't kill the soul. Instead, be afraid of the one who can destroy both body and soul in hell. That's the International Standard Version of 
Matthew 10 and 28. My beloved sisters and brothers, please allow me to express to you how important it is to maintain a sense of courage in these last and evil days. While the voices of white supremacy loudly condemn critical race theory and the correct and accurate sharing of their evil and wicked history, the woman or man of God is called to be fearless in their articulation of the truth. The time for Mr. Tibbs is over. Shout out to the late, great Sidney Poitier. But if a white man slaps me, I'm going to lay him down and deal with the consequences later. Do you feel me? God don't need no coward soldiers in God's army. And I just refuse to live my life as a scared, punctified, apprehensive, shook up coward because that time and era is past and gone. Black people must be clear that the world has changed forever and scared Negroes will be left behind as our people shift into a new way of seeing ourselves in the world. If God is still speaking, and I believe that God is, then our responsibility is to listen and to repeat what we have heard from God. And I believe that God is telling us that we have the knowledge, the information, the ingenuity, and the wherewithal to grasp a hold of liberation in our lifetime if we lose our fear of those who once enslaved us, those who can kill the body but can't kill the soul. I believe that people who are pushed to the margins benefit greatly from hearing the words of somebody who has seen and believes what God can do and who is not afraid to believe and proclaim that God's power can work for black people too. These are indeed days when the voice of the hip-hop prophet, the street therapist, the trap pastor, or, the, or any conscious sister or brother who has a burning for justice must be heard. Everybody has a voice. But what is really at issue here is the question of what you choose to do with your power, what you choose to do with your ashe, what you choose to do with your voice. See, God's voice boomed like the sound of an earthquake in the midst of a thunderstorm and worlds twirled into actuality, so to speak, lit up by the original primordial subibrionic words of an awesome creator. Out of the utter blackness of the moment, God created the brilliant yellow dandelions bursting forth in spring and the mysterious purplish-orange of an autumn sunrise all at the same damn time. Universes were spun into existence and flung into reality with one word, let, and it was. But my point right here and right now at the beginning of this sermon is that God gave you a voice too, and God did not give you a voice for you to be silent. You were given a voice so that you can use it to proclaim truth, justice, order, harmony, righteousness, balance, and reciprocity into a world poisoned by the toxic fallacies of white supremacist ideology that's straight up. And oh, my beloved sistren and brethren, you need to know that your voice can be used for divine purposes, but you also need to know that using your voice to build, defend, and inspire black people will make you a target of hatred and disdain, and some people will even desire to kill you, to break you down, and to take you out. 
but I just stopped by the beloved community today to share a word with you from the nappy-headed Nazarene who said, stop being afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Instead, be afraid of the one who can destroy both body and soul in hell. We must learn the secret to psychological and spiritual survival in this terror-laden society is to protect your soul. Tell somebody, protect your soul. Matthew chapter 10 finds a brother, a nappy-haired Nazarene, an emerging leader among the people in the small towns and villages within walking distance to Jerusalem expanding his ministry, stretching out the possibilities for impacting the lives of those who were suffering and oppressed in a terror-laden society that was the southern region of the Roman Empire. The boundaries of the empire were now the Atlantic on the west, the Euphrates on the east, the northern deserts of Africa, the cataracts of the Nile, and the Arabian deserts on the south, the British Channel, the Rhine, the Danube, and the Black Sea to the north. The black and brown people in the southern regions were subjected to unjust laws that criminalized them and made everything that they did wrong. Unfair taxes for services they never received. Unequal treatment that favored the white Roman police, the other pale-faced emissaries of empire, and the uppity Jewish Negro second-class wannabes who thought that they were advantaged by brown-nosing calisthenics and contortions. It was into this context that Jesus sent his core leadership team, the 12 disciples, into the community giving them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to cure every disease and every sickness. Jesus is clear as to whom he was sending these street therapists and trap servants. He said in verse 5, do not go among the Gentiles or enter any city or town of the Samaritan, but rather go to the lost sheep of Israel, to the lost sheep of Israel. Please allow me to translate what Jesus is saying. Jesus said, don't go to the white folks, to the Gentiles. Don't go to the integrated half and half, brown on the outside, white on the inside people, the Samaritans, but rather go see about the black and brown people who are victims of white supremacy, pushed to the margins, those who are subject to unjust laws, unfair taxes, and unequal treatment. See about the lost sheep and tell them there's a new day coming. Tell them the kingdom of heaven has come near. He continues to prepare those brothers, these brothers Peter, Andrew, James, and John, Bartholomew, Simon, Philip, Thomas, and the other James, Thaddeus, Judas, and Matthew to go into a dirty world and cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, and cast out demons. Jesus challenges the brothers to immerse themselves in the pathology of the people, pay attention to their problems, and do something about that which ails them. This is not a vacation, shawty. This is ministry for real, for real. You get no pay. Whatever you need, the people will give you if you serve and you serve right. And if they don't want to hear it, Jesus directed them to shake the dust from your feet and keep it moving. The dust shaking, if it was at all a literal command, is then the solidification and the externalization of the reality that the town had not welcomed them and that the disciples would have nothing to do with them. It's an assignment of physical action to represent the nature of the departure in some sense. 
Jesus made the nature of such departures sacramental, revealing or manifesting a spiritual reality and undoubtedly clearing the disciples' heads and consciousness in the process, freeing them from guilt as they progressed from town to town. Jesus said, if they can't feel you, bump them and don't look back. Oh, my sister and my brethren, can't you hear Jesus putting them up on game? helping them to see the inherent danger in extending yourself to do ministry in a context whereby greed and filth and lies permeate the culture and the rich people always flourish while poor people always suffer. He says in verse 16, See, I'm sending you out like sheep into the midst of wolves, so be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Beware of them, for they will hand you over to councils and flog you in their synagogues. And you will be dragged before governors and kings because of me as a testimony to them and the Gentiles. Jesus here is warning them that the uppity Negro cracker wannabes will actually roll on you, beat you down, and snitch on you to protect their status as lapdog among the oppressor. And when they hand you over, not when, not if, but when they hand you over, do not worry about what you are to speak or what you are to say. For what you ought to say will be given to you at that time. For it is not you who speak, but the Spirit of God speaking through you. Brother will betray brother to death and father his child. And children will rise against parents and have them put to death. And you'll be hated by all because of my name. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. Not if, but when. Not if, but when they persecute you in one town. Flee to the next, for truly I tell you, you will not have gone through all the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. Jesus is laying it out quite flat for his students to get it. Avoid confusion and be clear about how dirty and treacherous them Gentiles and the wannabes really are and assures them that, if, that it ain't really about them. They don't really want the disciples. They want him. Listen, he says in verse 24, a disciple is not above the teacher, nor a slave above the master. It is enough for the disciple to be like the teacher and the slave like the master. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more would they malign those of his household? Jesus say, you know, if they call me the devil, that they sure enough going to talk bad about you raggedy Negroes. He was getting them ready preparing them for the physical and emotional rigors of attempting to do ministry in a hostile and terror-laden environment. However, the conversation shifts when he begins to address the reality of the lethality of the hatred of the hater. They might kill you straight up, but don't be scared of them because their power is limited at best. Verse 26 reads, so have no fear of them. For nothing is covered up that will not be uncovered and nothing secret that will not become known. What I say to you in the dark, tell it in the light and what you hear whispered proclaim from the housetops. Do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the crown apart from your father. And even the hairs on your head are all counted. So do not be afraid. You are worth more value than many sparrows. 
Yeah, Jesus, that's easy for you to say. See, what I'm grappling with here is the fact that it's my soul that's hanging in the balance. And although I must trust the Lord to protect me, I must admit that I sometimes become weary as the social terrorists of this world begin to tear away at my flesh and my aspirations. I don't know about you, but I have dedicated my life to speaking the truth to those who think that they have all the power. And so I have learned to always be ready for attack from anybody at any time. I have learned to trust only a few and those few I cannot trust completely. I have learned that I must put my soul in a box. Sometimes I wrestle with anxiety and I struggle with fear of what could happen if I keep on talking that old slick black love language. But I made up in my mind that I'm going to talk that talk and I'm ready to walk that walk and to protect myself as well. I'm putting my soul in a box so that I am protected from those who can kill my body while I take co-responsibility for my soul's salvation and liberation through Jesus Christ. I got my soul in a box. Now there are six sides, eight corners, and 12, 12 edges to the average box. And I'd have decided that the six sides corresponding to the six doctrinal tenets of Christian faith will be foundational in my protective strategy, which are number one, repentance from dead works, number two, faith toward God, number three, proper observance of sacred rituals, Number four, the laying on of hands. Number five, the resurrection of the dead. Number six, ultimate justice. The eight corners of my box will hold the eight tenets of the path of righteousness attributed to the Buddhist philosophy, which are right view, right intentions, right speech, right action, right livelihood, right effort, right mindfulness, and right concentration. And finally, the 12 edges to my own personal box correspond to the 12 fruits of the Holy Ghost, which are love, joy, peace, patience, compassion, goodness, long-suffering, mildness, faith, modesty, continency and morality all of these sides and corners of edges emerge out of the ground of African spirituality and if God wanted me to be quiet God would have never shown me what God does on behalf of God's people. I am not afraid. I do not fear in the midst of mine enemies. Terror all about dirty police, crooked politicians, spies and infiltrators, power-hungry supervisors, managers and directors, stingy and greedy employers and janky employees scared to death Negroes 
buyback preachers, uh, fake church members, uh, so-called friends, uh, unfaithful lovers, uh, wolves in sheep's clothing, uh, broken promises, uh, dashed dreams, uh, crumbled ambition, uh, violated spirit, uh, hated without a cause, uh, and frustrated uh, might not make it. They may kill my body, but my soul, my soul, my soul is protected because Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. He went to the cross with my soul on his mind. He went to the cross, hung, bled, and died with my soul on his mind. He had your soul on his mind as he hung, bled, and died on a hill called Calvary. He died till the moon ran down in long lines of blood. He died till somebody said, surely, surely, surely this must be the son of God they took him down off of that old rugged cross placed him in Joseph of Arimathea's borrowed tomb he stayed there in that tomb all Friday night he stayed there all day Saturday he stayed right there all night Saturday night but Sunday morning he got up out of the grave with all power in his hand ain't he able to heal you ain't he able to heal your body ain't he able to touch your mind ain't he able to heal your soul he's able he's willing to do what he said he would do he's able he's able Yeah, yeah. You got to protect your soul. And Christ went to Calvary to protect our souls so that our souls would not end up in a burning hell, but our souls might live with his soul forever in a celestial space where it's always howdy, howdy, and never so long. Oh, the Lord is good. The Lord is good. Oh, shucks. That's why I offer Christ to you right now. That's why we offer Christ to you right now. 
Oh, 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 oh. 
The invitation has been given, none have accepted, but yet there is room. We having a good time, right? You having a good time? Go ahead and give your neighbor a high five. Tell her we having a good time. We having a good time in the house today. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Oh, Lord. We have done what God has asked us to do. We have been obedient to the request that we worship. And we are, and we are blessed as a result of our time and sharing. If you feel blessed, put your hands together. And you feel all right. You feel all right, just say yeah. yeah. Still all right, say yeah. yeah. Say yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel all right. Feel like I can make it to next week. Feel like I can make it. I know it's hard out there for you. It's hard for me. It's hard every day to get up and deal with what life challenges us with each, each day. But we have to get up and look it in the face and make our way back here on Sunday to get recharged. I thank God for your presence because your presence enhances mine. Your presence builds me. It's because of you that I'm able to be who I am and do what I do. I need you in my life. I need you. I need you in my life. And I know you need me too. There's a way in which you need me as well. We need each other and we got to stay present for each other. We can't let each other go. We can't let each other fall to the wayside. We got to stand and hold each other up on the right and on the left. I want to invite you to Bible study on Wednesday night. It'll help you. It'll help you to stand throughout the week. Come and be with us at 7 o'clock on Wednesday evenings and get your midweek boost. Reverend Knight is our teacher, and he is a great teacher. A great teacher of the Bible. And I want y'all to come and be a part of that. I love y'all. God bless y'all. My brother is in the house today. Put your hands together for Reverend Jay Slaughter. I love my brother. We got a struggle on our hands trying to take care of our mother now. And so we need your prayers. My wife is a indispensable uh, in helping to care for my mother, but my mother is more than a handful right now. And uh, I need your help and your prayers in order to help us to be able to care for my mother during this time of her, her, her mental decline. And we need your help and your prayers. Again, this is Mariah's birthday. If you love Mariah and you love me, put a little something in her hand and, and let her know you, you love her. And uh, 
Make sure you put something in the bucket first before you leave. Make sure you get the bucket right. And uh, we're going to be all right. Two o'clock Saturday, we have Umoja meeting. It's our first Umoja meeting in a while. Uh, yeah, post-COVID. Uh, and so I want you to be present at 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock next Saturday. Uh, downstairs in the fellowship hall. Okay, in the, in the sanctuary. Next Saturday at 2 p.m. Uh, if you are interested in the future of our church, I need you to come and be a part of the planning of our future. So I look forward to seeing each one of you, each one of you next Saturday at 3. Is it at 3 or 2? At 2. At 2. 2 o'clock. All right? It's our duty to fight for our freedom. It's our duty to win. We must love and support each other. We have nothing to lose but our chains. I solicit your continued prayers for me in my recovery as I continue to get stronger each and every week. I do so by your breath to God's ear, by your prayers for me. I get stronger and stronger every day, so I need you to continue to pray. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's our duty to fight. Duty to fight for our freedom. It's our duty to win. It is our duty to win. We got to love and support each other. We got nothing to lose. Nothing to lose but our chance. It's our duty to fight. It's our duty to win. We got to love and support each other. We got nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. We ain't got nothing to lose. Hey, nothing to lose, but I share. We ain't got nothing to lose, y'all. We've been climbing high mountains, yeah. Going through deep valleys, we got nothing. Lord God, we thank you for this day, for everything that we've experienced. We thank you for your love and your blessings and your compassion upon us. And we ask that you would go with us as we leave this place, that we would never leave your presence is our prayer. And we ask it all in the name of Jesus, our African Messiah, our Lord and Savior. That for his sake, I pray. Amen. 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 Ashe, 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 Ashe,
grab a handful of commitment and pull it down into your bosom and shout Harambe, Harambe, Harambe. That means let's all pull together and if we pull together we gonna make it. Give your neighbor a hug on your way out. Shake somebody's hand. Make sure you put something in the box. But we ain't got nothing. We ain't got nothing to lose. Ashe, Ashe, oh, 